Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. <laughs> It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Uh, this, uh, we're going to have a wee tack left. We're going to talk some rugby union right now, and it's time for our Mick Cafe coffee catch-up because he's been credited by many, including myself, as the best, best coach to step on the rugby field, he's got a CV which adds up to a lifetime of success. And the Blackburns and NZR have come up with a major addition when they announced Wayne Smith would be stepping in to assist their coaching group ahead of this year's Women's Rugby World Cup. And I'm stoked to have him on the show this morning. Smithy, Wayne, the mantis, the goat, knows how to get anyone going. And, well, trainings are harder than any test match that I play when you're under Wayne Smith. And he's on the show this morning. Morning, Smithy. Morning, Izzy. How are you going? How are you, mate? Good, good, Smithy. How are you doing? How are you going, mate? Well, I hope you're better behaved these days. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Smithy. Tell us a couple of stories. What do you mean? No, I meant meant at training. No, no, I wasn't talking about a private life. Hey, hey, Smitty, tell the yarn about when we were warming up. Me, me, me and Corey were warming up and we were offloading. We were every ball, no balls touched the ground, but you ripped me up. You ripped me to shreds. Me and Corey weren't allowed to warm up ever again under your watch. <laughs> I can't remember that. That, that might have been Ted did that. <laughs> no, that was you. That was you in the 2011 World Cup. I'll never forget it. We weren't allowed to warm up for the entire World Cup. Anyway, we weren't allowed to do anything after what went on in that quarter final, but we won't bring that up, mate. Um, no. Tell us about <laughs> no, no. <laughs> tell us about how you getting on, mate. How was um, how's it been getting back into the coaching realm? And the, and you had a big camp last week with the Black Ferns. How talk us through the week? Was it was it a good week to um to get some things done with with you and the girls? Well, it's it's been interesting because um, essentially I'm retired. You know, mm. I make a cup of coffee at seven o'clock in the morning and go back to bed and Trish and I sit there and look at the sea and think about what we're going to do today. So, you know, pretty rusty, mate, <laughs> going, going back into yeah. full-time coaching. Um, but I loved the week. What I loved most about mm. it was the players, the girls, you know, when you're presenting something or you're talking about the game, they sit on the edge of the seat 
and they've got shining eyes, you know, they, they really want to learn. And so um, I came back pretty excited, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great to hear, Smithy. It's Kempe here. Um, what's the one thing that you want to insert in that side before you head off to the World Cup? Well, g'day, Tony. Um, yeah, well, as is he'll tell you, I'm pretty weird. What's your theme? What's your theme? I do a lot of different things. Um, you know, I grew up coaching in... Um, in Italy, so you're bound to be slightly different, aren't you? So um, yeah. I think think for me, um, I've never really followed the herd, you know, and, and looking at the the games from the end of year tour with the Black Ferns, um, we've got to do stuff differently. You know, we've, um, we've got to change the game. Um, we've got to be prepared to play. One thing I've seen with the girls is that they're so dedicated to doing things right and they want so much detail that sometimes um, they're, they're scared of making mistakes. Mm. Whereas, yeah. um, you know, if you're doing game-based learning and you're making the, the training difficult and you're putting them under pressure, then mistakes are actually a catalyst for learning. So you can't, you know, if you're not making mistakes in our trainings, then um, unless you're is it, you know, never made mistakes. But if you're not making mistakes in our, in our setup, then the training's not hard enough or you're you're not bold enough to have a crack. So so that's something that I'm going to be trying to work on and um, hopefully it'll be exhilarating, the sort of game that we play. Um, But we'll see. I've only had a week, so it's hard to get a real feel for it. But certainly excited about having a crack at it. Yeah, I had a good chat with Chelsea Alley about it, and I said, look, oh, one thing you'll you'll get from, from Smithy is trainings will be 10 times harder than any tough test match that you've played. And uh, when it comes to the game time, at the time, Smithy, I was thinking, man, this is ridiculous. But then you get to Saturday, and that's the fun time, and you've prepared for every what-if that is going to be thrown at you, and that is the detail that you provide. And that is why you've been so successful, I must say. Uh, Smithy, well, what you've been able to see over in the UK, and, and particularly with England and, and the kind of, you know, the, the 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 separation from either sides over in the UK, what what would be the biggest um, area of of improvement that you would love to see from from the girls if they're able to compete come the end of the year against the the UK sides? Well, I think the big gap um, between us and England and France is simply professionalism. You know, the, the English girls have been professional for, fully professional, I think, for about three years. Um, the French, something similar. So um, there's bound to be a big difference in terms of um, physical fitness, strength, power, all that sort of stuff when you're training all day and every day. Remember, our girls have been like I was probably back in my time when you worked, you got kids. Um, we, we trained at night. They'll train at night. You know, and it's, it's a way more difficult um, life and it's um, more difficult to get to those same conditioning thresholds. So um, I think that's that's probably the biggest difference. So they're well ahead in that area. We've got 215 days or something, 214 days before a World Cup final. So we've got time. Um, we've just got to create a, an attitude and a commitment to it that um, helps us catch up to, to those teams that have been fully professional for longer. Hey, Smithy, just on that, you know, you've obviously worked it all out 214 days before the World Cup final. Uh, for me, 
probably three points that you make there. In those 214 days, what are the key elements um, within your team culture, within your uh, with with knowing that there's a lack of professionalism around the team, and then creating that winning chance. Um, I guess first of all to get to the semis before final. Um, yeah, so selection's going to be key, and uh, there are some complexities there. Hey, and the other thing I don't know if it is 14 days. I just see that figure in <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's got time. Um, there are complexities around um, selection because some of the girls, some of the players that the whole country know well, the Portia Woodmans, Stacey Flulers, Sarah Hermione, Tyler Nathan Wong, um, Kelly Brazier, those girls, they play sevens as well. So they've got a Commonwealth Games um, coming up mm. and there's also a World Cup sevens this year. Um, I understand that Rugby World Cup 15s, women's 15s, that's what I'm involved in, is top priority for New Zealand Rugby Union. But you're still going to have to allow for, for girls to to play both sports and then um, switch over pretty late. So I think that's, that's one thing that's going to be an issue. Um, other than that, uh, as I said before, they're, they're really keen. Um, they're hugely interested. They like new information. They like detail. Um, so I think we've we've just got to put in a, a program not too different to what we were doing the All Blacks. You know, Graham Henry's um, going to be with us and overseeing things. Um, there's good coaching staff. Um, got got a got a really good good specific staff. You know, in terms of nutrition and and strength and conditioning and that sort of stuff. So there's no reason why we can't put a put a really top class program in place. And, and develop this this team, but as I say, we've only just started, so got a wee way to go. Yeah. Hey, Smithy, I might, may I ask? Like you've you've retired more than Conor McGregor, and I can understand why. <laughs> you, you've got so much time in the game, but you're constantly finding the love. And what what was it about this challenge that really excited you to to come out from your from your beach house, your mansion with Trish on the on the ocean side, and and come out and and have a wee crack at this? What was what was the main Reason why? Well, I was I was going to um, Waihee to catch up with Mark Robinson, you know, CEO of New Zealand Rugby, on as early January, I think it was, and um, yeah. he was in Fungamata, so it was halfway. Uh, on the way there, I was thinking about, I think I lost some of my services to the Black Ferns because I'd seen them play on tour, saw the big difference yeah. in quality. And um, I've just got a little story around um, when I was a young player down in Canterbury, um, a guy called Laurie O'Reilly, who was a top family lawyer, one of the top in the country, and became commissioner for children. He was my he became my coaching mentor. He was a great rugby coach um, for university, and he was really involved in women's rugby. Um, so he got me involved at a young age. Um, I had, uh, when I finished playing and I became director of coaching for Canterbury. Um, I had a group of staff coaches and three of them were women, women players. Um, Jackie Apiata, Natasha Wong and Mary Davey who helped me run coaching courses and that sort of thing. So I had an involvement from from an early time. And, I, and, and then Laurie, Laurie passed away really sadly at the age of 55 from terminal cancer. And he was a big loss to me and to women's rugby. 
um, I actually got to speak at his funeral three day, uh, three weeks before he died at the casino. I think he wanted to check what we were going to say about him. <laughs> he, was that, he was that sort of character. So going to this meeting with Mark, I thought, yeah, this would be a really good tribute to me to my old mate, Laurie O'Reilly. So um, that's what I did. I said, look, I'll, I'll be interested in, in um, helping out if, if that's what you want. Nice, mate. Well, I, I think they'll be really uh, happy. I know, particularly with Chelsea Ellie, when she, when she heard the news that you were coming on, they were really excited, mate. And uh, I know everyone speaks really highly of you, but I've only got nothing but good things to say about your success. And there's only a reason is you're so passionate and you love the game of rugby, and I can only see them doing extremely well from this. Um, Smithy, we're going to let you go and get back to your retirement life. What are you up to for the rest of the rest of the week, mate? I know you don't switch off, but what, what are you doing in your spare time when you when you're away from the Footy field, mate. Um, footy, like <laughs> I, only, I only sort of, I know. I really, I only knew, I only knew a week before we joined camp what my role was going to yeah. be, and um, you know, I've got a lot of work to do to catch up. Um, but next Monday, next Tuesday, Ted and I have a heli fishing trip to Great Barrier Island for the day. So, um, who's taking, oh. who's taking you out, Smithy? Do you know the guys who are taking you out? I know a few of those boys. No, no, I don't. I hope they're good. Yeah. Oh, well, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Take your surfboard, mate, <laughs> if you live by are. the coast. Hey, before you do go, I do want to ask, I know coaches get to do this quite often and call the boys into the room after something they've done wrong. What was that one for Izzy? When you had to call him <laughs> in and say, mate, I need to talk to you about this. What was it? Um, no, nah, as I said, I'm slightly different, I think. Tony, so the first thing I asked him, I think, was what he was good at. And Jeez, he would have given you a list, half, wouldn't he? Well, after <laughs> half an hour, we got on to a couple of things that he needed to work on. <laughs> Beautiful. Nah, he, oh, was, uh, nah, he was exceptional, mate. He was exceptional to coach. Um, best player in the world for a while, wasn't he? Is he? And nah, he's, a, he's a great man to have around the team, that's for sure. He I'm sure you find is. that, Tony. Oh, yeah. certainly, certainly love. I love the bloke. I just don't like what he wears. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> at least he hasn't got any oh, facial hair at the moment. <laughs> no, he hasn't oh, got a princess dye yet. You've seen the you've seen the new crop. You like my new crop because it was horrible when I was running around in your team, uh, Smelly. But anyway, uh, we won't talk about that. Yeah, there's more of it anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, there is there is a lot more. There is a lot more, mate. Hey, thanks very much, Smithy, for coming on the show and and give my love to Trish and, and enjoy the next couple of months. And uh, yeah, good luck. We'll be watching with interest to see uh, what you'll be able to instill into the Black Ferns. Thanks very much, Smithy. Thanks, guys. Cheers. See ya. Oh. Yeah, you were, cr- you were cringing coach, in hey? that chair. You were cringing right. in that chair. <laughs> oh, look, honestly, he's he's Smith, He's an absolute champ, and and he's only like a WhatsApp text away. But still, you just just that voice. Hey, when he talks, you're just like on the edge of your chair, and you're you're in his room, and he's got like a you know the, uh, he's got about three trees on the wall. He's cut down that many trees to put all these uh, white pieces of paper through the wall. You got colourings. <laughs> you've got all these numbers. You've got all these things. It's like um. You know, Einstein's room, and, and it's, it's pretty crazy, but he is just an absolute magician, and he his ability to get the best out of everyone. Like, you never want to let Smithy down, ever. I, I loved what he and, said, you know, like, change, change the game, prepared to play, dedication. Um, you know, they seem to, like a lot of Pacifica people, um, get scared of making mistakes, and what he said about mm-hmm. the training and being bold enough to, 
to train that way so it becomes normal. Um, mate, as it is a breath of fresh air. It's such a con- contrast when you're talking to him, is he? Because when you talk to him, you talk to him as an All Black coach. When I talked to him, it was when I watched him run around the number ten for Canterbury back in the day when I was yeah. playing first fifteen. You know what I mean? And then for obviously the All Blacks and um, all that sort of stuff. So, mate, love talking to him. Yeah, legend, absolute legend of the game, uh, and he's a loyalist to rugby. He's a rugby man through and through, offering, and that's a great anecdote about Laurie O'Reilly as well. Uh, he's a legend, a great mm. New Zealander who will have a legacy or has a legacy for a number of reasons. Women's rugby, one of them, but his work as the children's commissioner is he? It's pretty incredible. Mate, I'm not surprised he's going back and giving back to the Blackburns. Like he does so much for so many foundations, so many people around the country. He actually does. Uh, a lot of work for the New Zealand Foundation for Cognitive Education. His younger son, or his son Josh, has actually got cerebral palsy, and um, he does a real lot of work for them and just always giving back, buying time. Goes to a lot of auctions, gives up jerseys, memorabilia. Mate, he is just constantly giving back, and uh, he's an absolute champion. So, yeah, it's <laughs> still the coach, eh? I was pretty, pretty uh, had to sit on the end of my seat when I was talking to him. And <laughs> Yes, Smithy, yes, Smithy. He, he had your back. He didn't want to rat you out. <laughs> Unlike the bloke that's coming up after this, and it's not Joey in the kitchen, Paul Moati, <laughs> live from Petoni, in his studio. He's knocking on your door as he go let him in. It's 22 minutes past eight. Chemist Warehouse, great savings <laughs> every day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.